if you were to experiment more back then, it would have to be, like, literally from your imagination versus, like, TikTok. Like, we get recipes <laughs> from TikTok or, like, cooking show, like, YouTube, whatever. So, like... We had cookbooks. You yeah. know what those are. You have cookbooks. Yeah, but, like, if you didn't, like, you would have to buy them all. Or go to the library. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of That's Rad, a podcast presented by the Littleton Food Co-op. My name is Anastasia, and I'm your host today. I also like to think today I am a pretty perfect daughter, because this episode is dedicated to my mom. Mother's Day is coming up this month, as well as my mom's birthday, so we're taking this episode to thank our cooperative mothers, especially mine. In all honesty, though... The timing is just kind of pure coincidence. This episode also exists because for every podcast episode I do that my mom listens to, she gets pretty upset that she's not mentioned in the credits because she says she should be credited for birthing me. I mean, she's not wrong, but I guess I thought the thanks was just kind of implied. Guess not. So now we're doing this whole episode to make up for the lack of mom in the previous ones. It might seem like a stretch to talk about my own mother on this cooperative and food podcast, but it makes total sense to me. When I think of food, it's hard to not think of my mom. When you grow up with an amateur chef of a mom like mine, food sometimes speaks in a way that words can. And sometimes it's an easier way too if you have a daughter with a brain like mine. A good meal can mean, I love you, I'm sorry you're going through this, I'm upset with you, I forgive you, and so much more. Food can also play a big part in our memories of our parents and maternal figures. For my grandma, my bubba, I don't think I'll ever see a fish sandwich, a lemon pound cake, or any oil-based coleslaw without thinking of her. It might not be the same for everyone, and it's certainly easy for the same type of memories to be bad based on how you grew up, but that's just how it is for me. It's really good. The general idea of motherhood also has links to the cooperative business model. An often forgotten type of co-op is called a parenting co-op, where a group of parents form an alliance to share resources and create a community where members invest in it and pull from their collective well-being. Sound a little familiar? Even if a mom isn't an official parenting co-op, every mom is familiar with the idea that it takes a village. Other co-ops for moms aren't focused on the childcare aspect directly, but cooperatives have historically also been a source of socialization, economic liberation, and personal empowerment for women and mothers. When the cooperative business model is used effectively, it can even go as far as helping historically marginalized and at-risk mothers around the world escape cycles of poverty, STDs, and unhealthy partnerships. And circling back, there's also the link to the cooperative business model through the mothers who drove us to work at the Littleton Food Co-op when we didn't have a car. And that's where our episode lies today. So, without further ado, here's the one, the only, 
my mom. Surprise. Okay, this is present day, like editing day, Anastasia. And I just had to pop in because I just listened to what you're about to listen to. And I was like, I need to go back and give a disclaimer. <laughs> and the disclaimer to what you're about to listen to is this. That we filmed what you're listening to at like... 10 o'clock at night I swear it was so late because you know my mom and I we are working women which we love but that leaves little time to do things like this so it was 10 o'clock I swear or later that we said okay we need to do this now <laughs> and let me just say you can tell besties you can tell that it is late at night and I am past functioning well past functioning because I sound so silly I sound not with it uh because I'm not at at that present moment so yeah as soon as I listened to it I said I need to go back and give a disclaimer that I do not sound that stupid in real life. It is just late. My mom sounds great. I really commend her, truly. Uh, but please do not take anything about me at face value by just listening to that uh, because it is not my shining moment. So now without further ado, enjoy. <laughs> Hello? Okay, uh, hi everyone. We are here for the main portion of today's event, today's podcast. I don't even know how this is gonna sound because I've never recorded in the kitchen before. Um, so we'll, we'll see if this even works. I have no idea what's gonna happen today. Um, but what I do know is we have our favorite guest star yet. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Please give a warm welcome to my mom, also known as Joanne. Hi, everyone. <laughs> a little... Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we are embarking on the mission of making potato pancakes, also known as latkes, uh, blackies. That's how we say Lockies. Lockies. Gonna learn a few things myself. Joanne's gonna learn about podcasting, <laughs> theoretically. I'll probably learn about podcasting some more. Okay, so. Okay, Anna, you want to get a couple of eggs out of the refrigerator, please? Yeah. We already grated the potatoes because we thought that would be kind of boring and tedious. And as my mother who Anna calls Bubba used to say they're not authentic latkes unless you get a little knuckle in with it. I was hoping you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah so we did that part already now we're putting them together with the eggs and everything else and we're gonna fry them up. I don't think so. So just... Wait, so it says on here, what? Okay, what? Well, it says that about the hot oil. Yep. This is going to sound dumb, but like, 
does it mean like in the or like do you warm it up? <laughs> no, we're <gonna> warm <laughs> no, no, we're gonna heat the pan when we're closer to frying them up. Okay. Okay. So beat up those eggs, and then we'll add the other ingredients. And for this, we're going to use more of a canola oil versus olive oil. Even though it's not anywhere near Hanukkah, this is a traditional food for Hanukkah, but we're, in our, in our world, in our world, latkes are good any time of year. This is a prop egg. It's literally it, not. It's not oh, there we go. Oh, I feel like cracking eggs was the first thing I learned, and my skills have, like, slowly decreased. <laughs> no. No, you they, just don't practice never... that much. No, I feel like I do all the time, and they're, like, or I like, the past, like, year has gotten better, but I went through, like, a full couple-year period where, like, there was always, um, always shot, like, it never went well. Mm-hmm. But... Did you ever do this with Bubba? Um, not really, because I don't, I don't think she really liked cooking. Um, she just, like, did it because she had to. Her, my grandmother was more of the cook because she was from the old country and made the traditional Jewish, um, foods, but... Um, Bubba didn't really, I mean, I'm sure she made them on the holidays, but mm. we didn't really help with cooking, um, back then. Maybe the cleaning, but not, I don't remember helping with cooking. Was she like you and, like, stay out of the kitchen, like? Um, no, 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 that's definitely <laughs> me, but no. No, she just didn't have any, um, like, it wasn't enjoyable, I don't think, so she mm. didn't share it that way. It was more of an obligation. Wait, so am I just mixing this together? Well, you yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to add our next ingredient. <laughs> okay, keep mixing. <laughs> okay, and oh, actually, I'm going to turn off the stove because we're going to let the batter kind of thicken a little before oh. we start forming latkes. That, that makes sense. I feel like it... It does need some thickening. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say, I am actually a very different cook than than Bubba. Like, she was, you know, like kind of plain. You can use mm. a spoon if you want. Um, more of a plain cook. Um, didn't like like experimenting really. I mean, she, you know, had you know, it was like hot dogs and beans and spaghetti and the things that people ate in the '60s. Supporting you can air. rest any of the utensils on oh. this if you need. Like, if you were to experiment back then, it would be, like, from your own imagination. Like, it's just so let it sit. Oh, okay, then stir. Yeah. Hold on, I just need to stir and then talk. Okay. Because I feel like it's too loud. It smells matzah Oh, yeah? Oh, wait. That's not what we're making. That might not be good. Oh, no, 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 this is, this, these are ones for more, like, Passover. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah. I think It's going to smell a little, little different than, than the, um, ones that we make at Hanukkah, because those have flour, and these have matzo meal in them. Uh, oh, okay. So then it is okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let him. Um... Do you think that's okay? Yeah. No, just the general. Yeah, yeah. Let it. Yeah, let okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So like I was gonna say, I feel like if you were to experiment more back then, it would have to be like literally from your imagination, versus like TikTok. Like we get recipe <laughs> from TikTok, or like cooking show, like. YouTube, whatever. So, like... We had cookbooks. You yeah. know what those are. You have cookbooks. Yeah, but, like, if you didn't... Like, you would have to buy them all. Or go to the library. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, you're right. It wasn't like there weren't... Well, there was Julia Child, and there was a Galloping Gourmet. There were a couple of um, cooking shows, but you're right. Um, I mean, and yeah. she was a working mother, and, you know, she didn't have time to... She, I don't think she liked it the way I like cooking. Mm, mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So then... Did you always like cooking? Um, I don't think so. I think when I was in college, when I lived um, in more of a, wasn't really off campus, but it was like with a kitchen, I wasn't on the meal plan, I got into cooking. My um, housemates used to kind of tease me how like I had like, you know, all the, my plate was divided up into like, you know, little sections and I had, you know, whatever, meat and starch and vegetables, stuff like that. And then, I know, now you're the opposite, and you're the one that's mixing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like that? No, it wasn't that, it, it wasn't that I cared about it, I was divided, but I was, like, very um, balanced, is oh, what I want yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah, it, I do like my food mushed together. Um, and then when I, you know, started living on my own after college, I did experiment a lot with cooking, and I could make like what I really like because I didn't have to cook for anyone else so I would make things that would that I really like because I'd be eating it for like you know a week yeah. um so yeah so I see if this is the batter oh you see it's getting thicker oh, but yeah. we'll give it another couple of minutes why like why is it yeah yeah the potatoes are absorbing a little of the mixture the egg oh, mixture and, and in a couple of minutes we're gonna fry them up okay now maybe I'll get the Pan going with some oil. Um, can you reach the canola oil? Yeah. Thank you. What was what's the what was the dish for the frying pan story? Oh, the blintzes. Oh yeah. You want me to tell? I that? do. <laughs> okay. So when I was a kid. My grandmother made cheese blintzes, but my mother did not. But they sold frozen ones in the um, in the local A and P. I think we we, we sell them, them yeah. too. Oh, we should I've, get some. I've, I've thought about it. Yeah, but. I haven't had them in like a million years. I don't. I think I made them with my grandmother. So anyhow, my mother starts cooking them, and somehow she realizes they are bad. They did. They are rotten or something like that. And she grabs her frying pan with the blintzes, throws it in a paper bag, still holding on the handle. She grabs me and my brother, and she drags us down to the A&P. And this is in the Bronx. We didn't have a car, so it's just a few blocks away. And she goes up to the manager, and she's like, smell this. She (laughs) shoves it in front of his face. It was so embarrassing. So embarrassing. But she was outraged about the blintzes. I told you that I had someone... Do, do that? that? Not oh. not blintzes, but what was with it? a... Oh, God. I don't even remember. But 
but like what frying pan and like brought the pan <laughs> and all right. and like that's all I could think of was yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's what you want to say to like an upset customer but I was like I've heard this story before <laughs> oh that's funny that's funny so Anna <laughs> how did you get your start in cooking by watching my mother oh really yeah oh, I didn't know that. yeah yeah I don't know. I think it it was like a when I was growing up, it was like, you know, just snacks or whatever, like after school, and then after college, it was a little more because I was always on the meal plan at school, so that was a little like experimentation for like variety and just to not eat the same thing every day. But um, then it was like okay. I still feel like I'm in that phase of, like, if I'm cooking, it's, like, what do I know? Like, what's less scary? Because I, like, we still have all these cookbooks and stuff, and I love buying cookbooks and looking at them. But then, like, looking at all the recipes, it's, like, oh, I don't like that aspect of it. Like, I'm too, Mm -hmm. like, I I still don't like cooking meat. I think I've done it, like three times maybe like I can never work in the meat department mm-hmm. just cause, I, like yeah. like it freaks me out and I like always overdo it not that I don't think it comes out bad but I definitely just overdo it because I get freaked out about like salmonella oh yeah yeah I know. yeah I, I think um, my tastes have changed or now that I'm not I'm cooking differently, not as much meat, um, and I never liked big hunks of meat, like, I just, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Do you remember, um, Dumpling Day? Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember making more than, like, vodkas. Or, yeah, we made or, fun foods, because we were really into yeah. dumplings, and what was the other thing? Watermelon Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now I, I can't eat water. Well, well, you never liked it, I thought. Or then why did we... <laughs> you want? You guys wanted to spit, spit the seeds. Oh yeah, <laughs> me and Emma. Shout out Emma. Uh, but then we could. You can't find, or at least like in that a year, you couldn't find seeded watermelon. Right, right. So then we did the chocolate chips. <laughs> but yeah, I I think like I had my lifetime supply of watermelon that day. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, and just yeah. like. Never again. You wore the we wore the bathing suits. We did. Uh, I remember we did a spitting contest. Yeah. And then the eating contest. I don't know how many other activities you can make. Was that the the table broke? No, that was no. some more. Well, I, I thought they might have been on the same. Diet. Oh, it could have been. I think we're ready to start frying up. Do you want? Me to plop them in, or do you want to try? You go first. Okay. I'll watch. I'll, yeah, I'll do a test one. Oh, the ice cream scoop. Well, that I've never used before, oh. but I'm going to try it. What do you usually say. use? I don't know. I don't know why it never occurs to me to use yeah. one, but I think it's going to work out. We'll see how this best comes out. Use one more in. So then 
like for the next batch, will we need to put in more oil because these will like suck up? Probably, but there might be a little left. And you always say the first batch never comes out good. Right. But I beg to differ. Well, that's what my mother always said. So I oh. say it too. <laughs> I like how some of them have like the wispies on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, so but then oh, that one doesn't. I usually kind of. I don't. These spread out nicely, but usually I kind of do one of these. Oh, okay. I was gonna I forgot say. about that. Yeah, I just wanted to wash the smaller spatula because I yeah. think that'll be better. Oh, so. Be so you, unlike regular pancakes that you flip when you see the bu bubbles, um, you look for some browning around the edges. That's oh, how yeah. you know it's gonna be time to flip them. That makes sense. Even if they're not like. Like, these are brown because it's, like, the thinner wispies, but then this is, like, not because it's thick. So, like, mm. that, or, like, is that going to get brown? I don't know. Let me just take a piece. Yeah, they need to solidify a little more. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you prefer sour cream or applesauce on your So, lactose? I was thinking... And I didn't realize, like, I guess I, I always thought that, like, applesauce was the go-to. And, like, I literally thought that sour, like, putting sour cream on them was, like, something we invented. <laughs> Not invented, but I thought it was, like, because I, I was always applesauce. Mm -hmm. I thought sour cream was weird to put on them. So then I was, like, no, that's just, like, a weird thing we do. But then it's, like, you even if you go out to eat in a non, like they're not lockies, they're potato pancakes, like it's an offering. Yeah. So, I think I'm team applesauce. Me too. I think, um, yeah. Yeah. Do you like them thicker or thinner? Or like, is it, or is it more, like is a traditional Jewish version like have to be thin? No, but that's usually like more kind of lacy and thin. Yeah, and I like that bit and crispy versus. Yeah, because I dense. feel like when I see Americanized versions, they're like they're, a hash brown. <laughs> well, yeah, and they're just like so. It's like a literal like potato pancake in the sense that it's like looks and is like the thickness of a pancake, mm -hmm. but it's like made of potato and like. I think of the ones where you can, like, see the, like, shreds. Yes. Yes. All right. I think I turned a little prematurely to some of them. But oh, you look, can we look just good. turn them back? Mm -hmm. Or no? We'll see how it goes. Oh. <laughs> There's a hair. Where? There's a hair. Where? Right there. I don't see that. It's on it's, the edge of that. It's like I think it's a scratch. No, well, you gotta cut that part out. You know where? Where this? It's two of us cooking. Of course, it's a hair. I don't see it. Right here. Well, do you want a tweezer to take it out? Got it. Oh, it's like an eyebrow hair. No, oh, it's so okay, okay. Long. <laughs> you can't have that part. <laughs> you want to get a? Plate and we'll put a paper towel on it mm. to um, 
do you feel like your I know your location changed more based on like time of life like school and family but do you feel like it is your location impacted your cooking or more just like it it was a coincidence because it oh I see moving what you're involved yeah, yeah. other things um it's a little both I mean I think it's harder to get certain ingredients when we moved to New Hampshire oh like like, like what well like anything traditional Jewish food um you know like the first year Bubba had to send like FedEx Hanukkah candles because I couldn't find them um you know we kind of how can I put it it the ingredients aren't common around here Mm -hmm. maybe a little more now recently especially with you at the co-op but it was hard to find things that um that I needed um and also my taste changed to some degree Yeah. yeah yeah all right let me see is ready. Well, this is why I say the first batch is never good, but let's that one. That yeah. looks fine. That one me. looks okay to me, but the other two are gonna need. Um, it smells good. Mmm. Does it smell like moss anymore? It, um, can't see it is absorbing the a lot of the yeah. oil. That was a lot We're more than give, I expected. Yeah, that's the problem. We're gonna give it these two a couple more. To, um, I don't think we have any applesauce in the fridge. If we do, it would be left over from Hanukkah, and it wouldn't be good. I think we have some little um, contain. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I, think we ha- I think I keep some um, for like pork <laughs> Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. I see at least one. Oh, yeah. I'm, I think that'll be enough. Yeah, I think I'm that's enough. Like- it's not thin. No, it's not No, no. I, yeah, that's the kind I usually get. Actually, yeah, we'll have a little oil left, I'd say. Not for eight nights. <laughs> I'll let you do the next batch. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I made that guy a little too thick, but okay. Um, I'm gonna put a tiny bit more oil, and then I will switch places. So. Okay. Oh, this has been sitting here. Should I like kind of remix it? A again, little bit, but batter? not too much. Just. Give it a stir. Okay. The natural potato juice. <laughs> no, like, there was, like, the liquid from, not the liquid in the pan, the liquid in the yeah, mixture. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why I redid it. Okay. Why I mixed it again. You want to do the scoop? Sure. Like, I would do it on, like, not, not a whole. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, you can move it closer. Like that? Yeah. That, um, you see how that comes out? Yeah. Ah! Okay. Move quickly and then we'll pat them down. Okay. Oh, mine are very lacy. Yes, that's great. That that doesn't work. Can I show you my technique? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you kind of doing it from like oh. the outside in is how I do it, and at the same time I'm 
moving the oil. Distributing the oil a little just to that they yeah, but I think this is good. That's another thing about cooking for me is like since I'm still so new to it and I think also just because of like who I am, like it takes me so long. Like I always say like anything, like it takes me like three times the amount of time mm. because I want to be so precise with it because I psych myself out. Right, but the other good quality about you is I'm pretty much recipe based, but I think that the more I watch you cook, you experiment with spices, and you, you know, like you don't have to measure stuff like that. Yeah. When you're following a recipe, yes, you're very precise, but for your kind of casual cooking yeah. and stuff, you're experimental, and I am like one of those, like, I didn't know how to make easy things like hamburgers. I could make like a gourmet burger out of a cookbook, but I didn't mm. know how to make like a basic mm. hamburger for yeah. the longest time. Yeah. That's why I think too a lot of people say that they prefer cooking to baking because I always remember G would say if you put too much salt in cooking, it's just going to be a salty dish, but if you put too much salt in baking, it could be like a disaster. Right, like things wouldn't come out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a common thing that you have to bake um, with precise measurements. Do you want to take a peek and see if they're ready to flip? I mean, the edges certainly look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I just want to like break that off part and eat it. Yeah, like I remember, was it last winter? When did I try to make, when did I make the knishes? Oh. That literally took, I think the recipe oh, itself was saying it was, I almost thought about that for this, but. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, it was, I think the recipe itself said it was like a really long time, like maybe three hours. I think it took me like all day. five, yeah. like five to yeah. eight hours. Yeah, you had to like have to do it on a day off. Uh, yeah. And then like you came home and I was like, I hadn't, like, I think I'm still on like the dough part. They came out delicious. Yeah, but I, I like know there's Michael's different. Deli, but right. delicious. There's so many potato-based things. <laughs> yes. yes. Hearty peasant food. I'm not, the, I'm not the first one to notice that. No. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, excellent. Look. There we go. Yeah, this is going to be the best batch. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Beautiful. Stop. Oh, there's a little baby. Now, when I started cooking, no one took pictures of their food. <laughs> <laughs> But I have on my phone some um, lovely pictures of um, dishes you made, um, but that was never something like people did or like I know when that's, yeah, that's when you cook, um, I'm ready to like dig in and you're like already yeah. um, first taking pictures of them and I'm like, what's he doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
That's well. I feel like, in general, not even just like in cook my cooking necessarily, but like my taste buds are so connected to my visuals. Oh. I feel like that's too like you have a higher tolerance of like things not like like if something's like a little not the freshest it can be <laughs> yes. I'm not as tolerant about that that's true and I think it's because it it looks like I can tell oh. well no because you, you read the date <laughs> I know well well like I try to be better about that for stuff that I know is okay past like whatever date but also like if I see like arugula that like looks different mm. like my brain is already telling me like it's it's different it's not good okay or like if I make my salad look extra pretty like I think it will taste better mm. so do we just check this if the side is yeah I think that the, the second same? side um, nope. um gets done faster I'd oh. say so yeah I think mm. No. Okay. Like they look, they Give could be little, done, but not as press, done as this okay. side. Like, like I'm gonna show you, like press them a little, just oh, so that okay, the yeah. sides get, the middle gets done. Mm. Okay. Ouch. <laughs> I feel like I never use this burner anymore. Why? Because I use the small pan. Ah, really? Do that the big pan? I feel like well, I'm trying so to. I don't know. I don't know the last time I used the big pan. Oh, oh, yeah, like if you're making like I tend an egg to, or a grilled cheese or something. Yeah. And I, I also just like tend to smush things in the I think small ones. Yeah. I don't think it's going to get more time. Okay. You do another layer on top. Yeah. Is this one of the things? You said like it's going to smell. The whole house is going to smell yeah. like oil for, and yeah, for a couple of days at least. They're worse. I always think when you say that, I'm like, oh, they're worse smells, and then it's like day three, and I'm like, like oh, yeah, there's right. not actually. Oh, see? And then push it back, yeah. Well, it's gonna get the little. Oh, oh yeah, good. The babies. Okay. Well, so, which ones are we gonna try? One of each. That's fair. That's, that's the hardest part of cooking is waiting until it's cool enough to eat. Fork. Are you going to taste it now? Or? Oh. oh. Oh, right. Oh. oh. when I went in. Oh, yeah. Oh, mine fell apart. Oh. They, like, separated into... Top and bottom? Top and bottom. Really? Yeah. You want to share this plate? Or? No, I mean, I... You, can even mind you break it, you buy it. <laughs> oh, I'm hoarding the applesauce. Yeah, I'm just going to plunk a little on. Oh, they're hot. <laughs> <laughs> See? This is from the um, bottom batch, so it's. Oh, you're. No, I think mine. I have the top. top one. Yeah. What do you think? 
I wish I had smushed mine maybe a little more. So the inside mm, is a little more done. Yeah. yeah. But the outside is really crispy it's and delicious. nice. I think mm. that's something we have in common too. What? Is that we always first like criticize our own cooking. Mm -hmm. Like no matter story, like yes. like anyone can say anything any number of good things about it. But where people to be like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. Oh my like, god. This could have been better or Right. Mmm. Delicious. Taste <laughs> you taste the history there. <laughs> Is there anything else folks at home are missing from this enchanting tale? So you can do applesauce, sour cream. I think um, rich people maybe do caviar. It's what? Yeah, it's like it's. Um, you can't see the face I'm making right now, but it's not. I think good. it's similar, like a little pancake with sour cream and caviar on it. I mean, we didn't do that, but no. that's that's a. Different. I mean, I've never had. Have you had caviar? I've tasted it. It's. I haven't. Um. Do you like anchovies? I don't, I don't think I've had those. They're not comparable, but um, they're like little salty things. I like that kind of thing. Like a caper vibe? No, not really. Just a little fishy. Hmm. Whenever I think of capers, I think of that book series, Dish. <gasps> I forgot about that. I only oh. remember because like a couple, like a month or so ago... I, someone was buying capers and I just like started talking about it and she was like oh I'm gonna like look into that series oh let's um I want to look into it now I think I still have some <gasps> somewhere oh maybe we maybe. can find them but yeah yeah I totally forgot about that I love reading books that involve cooking like the murder mysteries that have recipes mm. and, and things like that too yeah Okay. Well, I feel like we should not rub it in everyone's faces that we get to eat these. So we'll let the podcast people go. Thank you for being on today. You're Thank welcome. you for the birth and all that. <laughs> uh, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank you for making me a mother. Oh, anytime. Oh. Some other co-op employees want to pop in and give a shout out to a mother in their life. Let's hear who they're wishing well this Mother's Day. You are amazing, Mom. You're a rock star in your own right. And I love you for it. Happy Mother's Day from your amazing daughter, China. Hello, Mom. You are awesome. Happy Mother's Day. I'm so thankful for you. So have an awesome and blessed day. Thank you, Mom. Love, John. To Linda, you're the biggest pain in the butt, but I love you anyway. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, Annie, it's Matt. Happy Cat Mother's Day. Shout out to the greatest mom in the world, Stephanie DeWolf from Glenn. Hi, Mom. Happy Mother's Day from Olivia from your baby Danny, from your baby David, and a special happy Mother's Day from Daisy May the 13th. Have a great day.
Thanks again for listening to another episode of That's Rad, a podcast presented by the Littleton Food Co-op. This episode, and all episodes really, would not be possible without my amazing mother. If I could choose who my mom was, I would still choose you, mom. Thank you for making me, and therefore making this podcast, as you would say. I love you. Obviously, Joanne is the mother, but in the spirit of cooperation, I feel like there are some other cooperative mother figures I have to name. When I think of the idea of cooperative mother, I think of my dad, my bubba and my grandma, my second mom growing up, Jane, Melody, who's the collective front-end mom, and the co-worker's mom who's willing to hug me too. Each woman and mother figure in my life has led me to this point, and I could not be more grateful. And with that, I can't really think of a better place to sign off for this episode. So, until next time, remember to eat, sleep, and be rad. And call your mom. You still there? It's time for the credits. This episode of That's Rad has been a production of the Littleton Food Co-op. Anastasia Marr is the host, writer, director, and editor. Jesse Smith is the graphic designer. Annie Stewart is the executive producer. All are welcome in the Littleton Food Co-op, Littleton, New Hampshire's only community-owned grocery store. No membership is required to shop. Learn more by visiting us on social media or going to littletoncoop.com. Or just come see us for yourself right off exit 41. Next time you need some locally produced foods, fair prices to fit your budget, and the best service in the North Country, Remember that Littleton Food Co-op is your place to be. Okay, that's all.